How Not to Respond to the Kaseya Ransomware Attack. Today's topic on the MSP Zone. You're entering the MSP Zone, a podcast for the managed services community, covering news, analysis, and interviews from around the globe. Elevate your MSP game by staying in the MSP Zone. And now, your host, Charles Weaver. All right, folks. It was inevitable that we were going to get somebody, probably multiple people, not just somebody, several people, uh, although I've only identified one, um, but it was inevitable that we were going to have some perspectives on this whole Kaseya ransomware incident that were going to draw not just negative, I can handle negative, but incorrect, in my opinion, and uh, incorrect and based, incorrect because it's based off of no data that supports the inference. In fact, the inference is rejected by the data, uh, at least by those who are, you know, in the managed services profession. Yeah, like myself, I might be called in the managed services profession because I've been doing this for 21 years every day, talking to MSPs, observing MSPs, analyzing MSPs, studying them, studying how they deliver their services, studying the companies that sell to MSPs. You know, this is what I do. And, um, you know, we've made no, uh, not trying to sugarcoat what happened to Kasey at all. Um, we've been very you know, brutally honest, I think, uh, in our um, assessment of what happened and what, you know, some of the changes that need to take place in the industry. But when when you have uh, idiots, maybe that's too strong a word. Um, I don't know if this person's an idiot. I, th- I think that they don't understand managed services. That's very clear to me. Um, they were assigned this article uh, I don't think that they've ever studied it before. I don't know who this person is. I've never heard of them before. I don't really, I know some of the people that they claim to have uh, spoken to in the article. Um, but the, you know, the, the inference of the article is very negative to MSPs. And they try to, I think, overtly make the claim that the MSPs were at fault here. And, or, or the MSPs are in some way risky and that's something that I'm going to take head on and I'm going to dismantle that argument for those of you who are uh, unlucky enough to have read this article. And by the way, I'm not going to post this article in the show notes. I'm not going to give this person or the, or the group of people that hired this person any uh, additional attention. I, I don't know this, this uh, website. Um, I came across it and it, um, you know, I, I read it and I thought, well, this is, this is really the, you know the wrong conclusion to take from this, and the and the conclusion supports my belief that the person just doesn't understand the market at all, and they're trying to maybe capture eyeballs. They're trying to you know grab some more advertising revenue because of this. Um, but anyway, that's that's what we're going to talk about. So as we've and we've posted you know some some uh, 
episodes about this and you know we're writing an op-ed um myself and rob scott are about you know what our kind of official position is and what the msp alliance is going to be recommending for the global msp community Uh, a lot of it's going to focus on the legal um, language between contracts uh, contracts between msps and their vendors it's going to certainly focus on insurance, on risk balancing. It's going to uh, certainly impact, you know, certification like MSP Verify and SOC 2, um, things that, you know, MSPs rely on and customers, quite frankly, also rely on. Um, so we're going to be coming out with that. And, and um, but but this is, this is different. This is combating, you know, a bad idea. And, you know, unlike others out there, we don't shut down bad ideas. We... We expose them to to truth and or at least to alternative opinions, and you can make your own mind up. Um, but like I said, I'm not gonna I'm not going to reference who this person is. I don't want to you know call attention to it, um, but I'm gonna do my best to relay to you what the article says and what it, what it infers, and then give you my perspective on why I think it's wrong. And why I think uh, there's an alternate conclusion that is to be to be made. Um, so here's the best. I've been describing what what has been happening because people are, you know, hey, hey, what are you guys doing? You know, are you, are you guys busy? You know, what's going on in, in cybersecurity? That's how most people who are not in the profession look at what we do in managed services and at the MSP Alliance is, you know, dealing with cybersecurity, which obviously a lot, a lot of it does. Um, and, and we tell them about, you know, what, what's been happening with Kaseya because they see it in the news. They, they see it, right? And they're not intact, but they see it. They observe it. They consume that material and they say, oh, isn't that what you guys do? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what we do. Um, the best way we respond to people who are not in the industry is is basically to say look we had a, we had a, an attack right it was a zero day attack it wasn't something yeah we have some claims out there that maybe this was they should have known about it but i don't think that there's any conclusive evidence that Kaseya knew about this particular vulnerability i haven't seen that yet maybe it's out there that's not my point for today's episode the point is is that these are zero-day attacks. These, technically, they're zero-day attacks. And it doesn't mean that they can't be defended against. And it doesn't mean that they can't be survived. They're eminently survivable attacks. Um, just ask any of the MSP verified members out there who are up and running still, or were up and running even a few hours after this went public. Um, you know, th- There's observable data to say that these, these attacks are survivable uh, very much so. How we tell people about this who aren't in the industry is to say, we had an attack. Someone, you know, made a successful attack. Uh, we're still getting to the bottom of how they did it. But they well, they were successful. They, we still don't know the full sp- uh, scope of the damage. We don't know how many uh, systems were actually locked up. We don't know how many did not have backups that were valid or in functioning and not impacted by you know ransomware code. Those those details are still emerging. But what we do know is that they they got in. That's not in dispute. They the the bad guys got into the network, and so 
to people who aren't in technology, that's like saying, well, someone, someone broke down your door. They, they got in your house. And articles like this one that I'm looking at lead the uneducated, lead the, the non-managed services conversant person to believe that the door was the problem. That you, you had a door. The door failed. You have to get another door. You have to get rid of doors. It's not just getting a new door because that's not what they're inferring in this article. They're inferring that the, having a door itself is unsafe because that's where the bad guys entered. So therefore, if you get rid of the door, you will be safe. Now, if you're, if you're scratching your head, if you're driving in your car, you're in the train for your morning commute, you're walking to work, whatever you're doing, and you're thinking, what, who the heck would think like this? Who would draw such a dumb and obviously observably, observably incorrect conclusion? Well, there's a lot of people out there who think like this. I don't excuse it. All I'm saying is this this is an inference that I take away from this article is that it was the MSPs that are risky and the evidence of that risk is borne out through this Kaseya ransomware attack. And... You know, there's there's no evidence that the MSPs were at fault here. This is not an MSP misconfiguring something. This is not an MSP using VSA in a in an improper manner. This is aimed at the customer, right? The, the the MSPs are the door for those of you who who missed that, right? In this analogy, the MSPs are the door. The house and the contents, the valuable contents inside it. Those are the customers. Those are your customers out there, UMSPs. And obviously the intruders are, are the bad guys, the, 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 the ransomware authors. Um, the, the article inferring that the MSPs are in some way culpable, adding to the danger... You know, these things are, in my opinion, just really um, wrong. They're 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 flat out wrong, and they're they're so wrong that you know I've done we did an episode I think last year titled uh, some basically I'm going off memory, but basically you know a world without MSPs, right? What would what would the world look like today if if there were no MSPs? You want, you want to talk about dangerous. That, that is a horrific, bleak outlook to envision a world where it's difficult or impossible to work with an MSP because they, they're not around, they're not able to practice, or it's so difficult for them to practice that they give up and they do something else. That is not a world that we are trying to achieve. 
we're trying to get more MSPs out there. We're trying to get more and better MSPs out there practicing worldwide because that's the only way by stacking up more and more doors, good, strong doors with locks. This is the best defense against these people, these organizations that want to come in there and steal. And that is the reality that I think we face. And supply chain risks are out there. You know, if you guys are paying attention to the news and you're reading about this Pegasus stuff, right, this, uh, this Israeli um, firm that created some, some spyware uh, material that uh, is highly, highly effective, right? I mean, this stuff doesn't even register on the common, you know, technologies. I mean, it's really difficult to detect it. You won't even know that it's in there operating and it can do some really serious, you know, damage, right? It can exfiltrate data. It can, it can spy on you, camera, audio, all that stuff. Um, has anyone ever said, you know, we, we, oh my God, we have to get rid of phones, phones are the phones are risky let's get rid of it no we're going to keep going we're going to keep driving and texting on our phones and using social media and doing the things that pe- people do they're not going to seriously entertain getting rid of phones because there's a piece of software that is capable at least as of right now of pretty much just through no detection, just launching itself. If it comes to your device, you don't even have to click on it. You don't have to do anything. From what I'm reading, it's just like, if you get it, you got it. It's embedded. If it finds your device, it's on your device, and it's really difficult to get get it, get it out of there. And you know, I've heard even some things that, like, you can't reboot it. It's not like something, if you reset it to factory settings, it's going to go away. No, you got to get rid of it. You got to get a new device until we figure out how to patch it and, and, and fix it through software. No one's seriously thinking about that. Um, the article does get some things right. right? It talks about Kaseya as a, as a supply chain vendor to the MSPs, and... The MSPs do bear now that this has happened. The, the MSPs need to start holding companies like Kaseya accountable. And not just, I am not singling out Kaseya because there's others out there. There are other tools. Any tool that the MSP uses needs to be accountable. And so that's one thing that the, the article, you know, inadvertently, I'm, I'm assuming, got correct. And, and that is, you know, um, we can't ignore this as, a, as an issue. We can't just sweep it under the rug and say, oh, it doesn't exist. Uh, that was a one-time thing. It'll never happen again. No, of course. It's going to keep happening until we figure out a way to either shut down these, these gangs or to protect against and make it non unprofitable for them to do this stuff. Like, it's too risky for them to be possessing and, and promoting ransomware like that that would be a good day when that happens but until that day happens it needs to we we have to be satisfied just with let's make it so difficult for them that it becomes 
an unprofitable venture for them to undertake. And I think that that's very possible. I think that that's incredibly possible for us to get to that point where we can thwart and interfere and in every way disrupt criminal ransomware, cyber attacks to the point where they become, you know, they give up. They just say, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Or at least maybe it's just relegated just to the nation state, you know, real serious ones that, you know, aren't doing it necessarily just for for profit. They're doing it for other motives. I think you're always going to have that, you know, industrial espionage, things like that. But I think if that's an outcome of disrupting the professional organized cyber criminal enterprise, I hate to tell you folks, there is no way this is going to happen. That reality is not going to become reality without MSPs. It's just not going to happen. There's no way it's going to happen. The MSPs need to be actively involved in this process. Without them standing in front of all of these bad guys, that reality of doing away with or at least de-escalating the threats and making it less profitable and therefore less frequent, meaning the cyber attacks. You know, the, the MSPs just have an indispensable role to play as that door, as that gateway, as that one barrier between people who want in and the people who want to keep the bad people out. So I'm going to keep looking at these articles. Thankfully, I've only seen maybe one, um, you know, one article that was just, you know, really off the mark. So maybe it's not uh, as widespread as it is. I'm hoping that's the case. Um, I don't know who this person, I was thinking about emailing this author and saying, hey, you know what, you got to maybe research this a little bit more. Um just so you, you you don't make yourself such a, such a mark for for criticism, um, yeah. But it's fine. I mean, they're they have a a right to express their opinion, and and we have a right to uh, to express ours. Um, yeah. So. Uh, if you guys email me personally saying, "Hey, can I have a copy of the article?" No, I'm not going to give it to you. I, I don't want. I really don't want to drive any more eyeballs to this this website uh, than they unfortunately already have had. So, um, you know, I just wanted you guys to be aware of it that it's out there. Just be oh, just be aware of it as a as a concept that your your customers might be reading this this garbage, and if they are, be ready to have a discussion with them. Be ready to. Um, you know, kind of arm yourself with the facts and arm yourself with, you know, what conversations should you be having with your customers to make sure that they are safe rather than say, are we just going to play defense and wait until someone kicks that door in 
And then I call you up and say, well, how come you didn't stop the person kicking in the door? Eh, wrong answer. The right question is, were you prepared? Are you prepared for when that person does kick in or try to kick in your front door? Are you ready or not? And that's really only something that an MSP can help you with. I mean, if you're a large enterprise, if you're a government agency with three initials, you are already prepared. Hey, by the way, people are still going to be kicking your doors, doors in. But the everyday small business, medium-sized business, even some of the, the, the small and mid-sized enterprise organizations out there, they need MSPs. They don't have the internal staff tools, experience, necessary to be 24-7 eyes on watching things and making sure that things aren't going wrong. That's a good message. I think that's a very positive message. It's not a message that says no one's ever going to kick your door in. doesn't say no one's ever going to try to come up on your porch and try to kick the door in. But it's a conversation of, yeah, we are ready. If someone tries to kick that door in, if they unfortunately do kick the door in and come inside the house, we're ready. Here's the plan. Here's three plans. We are ready for this. We are prepared, and as your MSP, we are going to get you through this. That is a very comforting thought, and in my opinion, that is a very pro-managed services, very pro-business, and very pro-cyber-secure posture to take. I wish someone would write an article like that. We'll see you next time on the MSP Zone. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you will get notified when future episodes are released. We will see you next time in the MSP Zone.